Thanks for checking out the Elevate Student Ministry Podcast. To find out more about us, visit our website at iloveelevate.com. You can also stay up to date with what's going on by finding us on social media platforms like Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat. Please consider subscribing to the podcast and sharing it with your friends. We hope you enjoy this message and it brings you closer to Jesus. Tonight, I'm really excited about tonight. God kind of threw this at me, sort of curveball. I put some work into this and then God was like, mm, that was you. And about 20 minutes before coming here, God threw this at me because that's the way he works. And I'm very excited because usually when he does this, it means he's going to show up and where his people are, his holy presence is there. So y'all ready to pray? Yeah? Are y'all ready to pray? Are we going to open God's word and be ministered to tonight? All of us? Yes? All right, all right. Heavenly Father, do what you do best and be awesome. Show up and change us. Let us reflect you. In Jesus' name, amen. So earlier today, remember how it was like raining? My wife was at the store and she comes out and she's always got, you know, kids pulling on her and and that kind of stuff. And dumping down rain and she's like how do i carry my infant out in the rain without it like puddle you know pooling up into a swimming pool in a car seat and i've got my two-year-old and out of nowhere a little old man comes with an umbrella and walks my wife to the car and i was like awesome yay jesus you know another story i had a couple friends and they were vacationing in california and they ran into um Actually, they didn't run into, they were actually walking past kind of a homeless woman and something triggered the wife and said, go back and talk to her. And so the two of them went back and they engaged her in conversation and ended up having this great, like full blown, like getting to know her story and everything. And then as they were walking away, the the husband was like, hey, do you need a few bucks? And she was like, no, no, I don't don't want anything from you. And they're like, no, really, if, if you need something, like let us help. And she said, look, just if you have access, then sure, I can, I, can, I can use it. And they blessed her and they walked away and all three of them, the couple and the woman they ministered to, were just left in tears because of that interaction. Another interaction was um, I knew a guy and he was really struggling with uh, car insurance and there was some like legal things that were going on and this woman at State Farm, shout out to State Farm and Gwen that works at State Farm here in Homa, and this woman at State Farm worked tirelessly to help him get everything straightened out. And so just as a thank you, it cost him $4 in 10 minutes and he went and bought flowers for Gwen and took them over and dropped them off and totally rocked this little old lady's world. And then there was this one kid who had five loaves and two fish and he was willing to put the little that he had into the master's hands. And it's those little acts of kindness, it's those little sacrifices, those little encounters and moments that whenever they're not done out of obligation, but they are placed into the hands of the Lord, that he can do mighty things and he can multiply the impact beyond what we see and beyond what we can expect. And that's the God that we serve. And it's a pleasure serving him. And I'm looking right now at a room, not of students, not of absorbers, retainers. I'm looking at a room of ministers, people that when they walk out of this, out of these doors, continue to show Jesus. I'm looking at Elevate tonight and Elevate is not outside of these doors like so many casual Christians. The kind of people that their faith stays in the pew on Sunday mornings. 
I'm looking at people that make a difference in their world. And it's an honor to be here with you guys because you guys are the little old man with the umbrella. You guys are the ones engaging someone that everyone else passes by. You guys are the ones spending $4 to make somebody's world better. And it's a pleasure to be here with you. And I thank you for that opportunity. Let's turn in the, in the word of God. We're going to go to Romans chapter 12. I love it. In one of the last pre-service meetings that Derek was here, that I had the pleasure to sit in on, he emphasized one of these verses for all of the Elevate Serve team. And I never read it the same again. Let love be genuine. Hate what is evil. Boy, so many times we're willing to kind of play along with what is evil. Just sort of let it slip by because we don't want to stand out. Hate what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with a mutual affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. As in you're constantly going out of your way to honor somebody else. What is humility? It's not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking about yourself less. Because you're constantly focusing on somebody else. You're constantly looking for somebody else to lift up to pay honor to, to encourage, to affirm, outdo one another in honor. Do not lack in zeal. Be ardent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in suffering. Persevere in prayer. That's so encouraging. It's so beautiful. John 13, 35, Jesus says, people are going to know that you serve me by, do y'all know? How you love each other. As in the mark of a Christian, people are going to be able to differentiate you from everybody else because of how you treat the people around you. There's a lot of nice people in the world, but their niceness so many times is not rooted in being genuine. Your niceness is out of some sort of obligation or out of puffing themselves up. When they're nice to somebody else, it makes them feel good about themselves. But genuine Christian love is pursuing, lifting somebody else up with nothing in return simply because we love. Isn't that beautiful? People are going to know you're my disciples by how you love one another. James too. James, the brother of Jesus, he is a hard-hitting writer all the way through the book of James. He just keeps on banging us with principles and purposes and truth. Like if you're like, oh, the Bible doesn't seem real applicable. You haven't read James yet because he kicks us in the teeth over and over again. And one of the things he says is, you guys, you say that you're full of faith. What good is faith if somebody is in need and you say, oh, well, I'll pray for you and don't do anything. If you have the means, if you have the opportunity, if you have the power to make a difference in someone's world, if you have a few dollar bills, if you have that word of encouragement and we lack planting that, then you can claim all the faith in the world and it's worthless to the world around you. When God spoke to Abraham, he said, Abraham, I'm going to bless you so that you can be a blessing. That's God's intent. He's going to pour out blessings on you, but they are not meant to be retained, hidden away, locked down somewhere. If God blesses you 
with finances, you turn around and you bless people with finances. If God blesses you with family, you turn around and you show somebody else what it's like to have a family. In whatever way God pours out on you, you turn that around and you use it for good. If God blesses you with a certain talent, a skill, a hobby, you find some way to be a blessing to somebody else. James says, you want to show me your, war, your faith without works? I'll show you my faith by my works. Watch how I take action and know that I serve Jesus. Matthew 25, 45. We're going to read kind of the, the pinnacle verse. But Jesus is telling a parable. He says, look, the day is going to come when people are going to stand before the King of Kings. They're going to stand before Father God. And he'll say, whenever I was naked, you gave me clothes. When I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. Whenever I was in prison, you visited me. And they'll say, when, Lord? When did we do that? When did we, we see you naked and give you something to wear? When did we see you hungry and give you food? When did we see you incarcerated and visit you? And I'll say, as you did to somebody else, as you did even to the least, the person that annoys you the most, the person that is overlooked the most, as you did to the least, you're actually doing it to me. And then he'll say to others, whenever I was naked, you gave me nothing. When I was thirsty, your hands were empty for me. When I was hungry, you didn't give me anything. When, Lord, when, on, when did we see you destitute and not give to you? Whenever you refuse from the least, you're refusing from me. Boy, that ought to wake us up because that means that the person we're making fun of is held to account that we're making fun of Christ. The person that we want to be angry with or hate, that ought, to, that ought to rattle us a little bit. Because how we treat other people, whether the greatest or the least, is how we treat Jesus. But the flip side is so true that when you're offering an umbrella, when you offer what's in your pocket, when you offer that word of affirmation, we're doing it to Jesus. How beautiful is that? Because five loaves and two fish in the hands of a boy feeds one. But in the hands of Christ, it feeds 5,000 plus 12 baskets left over. At camp, we talked about how the word passion is so often misconstrued. We hear it in commercials. You know, this movie is full of action, passion, and there's somebody making out, you know, adventure, and someone falls off a cliff, you know, like as we're watching commercials. But the root word for passion means suffering. Because if you think about it, the word compassion means you suffer with somebody. Compassion. As in, you see someone hurting, and they no longer hurt alone when you're with them. You come, you feel their pain with them, you walk the journey, you say, I'm not leaving. And you care about them, and you love them. That is compassion. That is the compassion that Jesus steps out of heaven and says, I'm walking in your skin. I'm going to go the distance so that you can be made right with the Father. I'm going to bleed. I'm going to die so you don't have to. That is compassion. We call Jesus' death and resurrection his passion, right? The passion of the Christ. It's because he was willing to suffer for the ones he loved. Yeah, you know what? Whenever we're a blessing to somebody else, it costs something. It sacrifices something from us. And that's okay. That's beautiful. That's right. And God is so ready to flow through us to other people. 
I want to show you a video clip. It's fun. It's special. I hope you enjoy it. Let's start a chain reaction. Let's begin. Let's walk out of these doors and make a difference. In this video, this was just random acts of kindness, some small, some big. But what if these same acts brought glory to Jesus? What could these same things do if they were offered with the gospel? If they were offered with, hey, don't thank me. I'm just serving the Lord. I'm just serving Jesus. He's the one who loves you. Jesus can take random acts of kindness and he can make them not so random acts of love. Let's start a chain reaction. Let's start tonight. Let's start tomorrow. Let's start in this room out there. Let's begin with words. Let's be people of action. We've been people of talk for way too long. The Christian church has such a bad rap of being people of talk. Let's start being the people that are the hands and feet of Christ wherever we go, and whatever we're doing. So I've got three things. They're super simple. One, I want to begin, let's pray that God will begin to open our eyes to opportunities. That he'll start showing us the people around us. We walk with blinders on, just like that couple that I talked about in California. Everyone was walking past this lady. People walk with blinders. I've heard of pastors that they keep a, a roll of fives in their pockets anytime they go into the city just so that they have something to give to people. I learned today about another pastor who always keeps a $100 bill in his wallet, folded up, and he just waits for the opportunity to give it to somebody. How powerful. Just looking for those opportunities. Let God open our eyes. We don't all have the opportunity to carry around fives or $100 bills. But we do have the opportunity to do something. Maybe that's important to hear tonight. You don't have to do everything. Just do something. So pray about it. Secondly, if you think it, say it. If you think it, do it. If some random idea comes to you, don't wait. Don't be like, okay, well, next time I see them, go out of your way. Be like, oh, that's so great. I need to send that text message. I know they're going through a lot. Hey, I know it's that somebody's going into surgery today. I'm going to send them an encouragement. If you think it, do it. Show up at somebody's house. Hey, I, I know this is random, but I just I thought about you. I was wondering if you need prayer. It could be that glass of water. If you think it, do it. If you think it, say it. And third, when someone is looking at you, like so many of the people in the video, like, what? Me? Why? Where'd you come from? Just be like, hey, Jesus loves you. I'm just doing it for him. Don't thank me. It's not about who we are. It's about who we serve. First Corinthians 13, 12 through 13. I don't remember if I put that up there or not. Is that up there, Kyle? Yes, sweet. Paul is talking about how we don't have everything figured out now. 
we take the truth that we do have and we we pursue the best that we can. We take the gifts that we have and and we try and we just sort of like looking through a mirror dimly versus clearly. But the day is going to come when we see clearly what our actions meant. We're going to see clearly what God was doing behind the scenes. The day is going to come. And then he finishes with this in verse 13. Now abide, stay in, stay connected to, buddy up with, don't leave faith, hope, and love. These three, but the greatest of these three is love. You will, people will know that you're my disciples by how you love. You think you have faith without works? I'll show you my faith by my works. When you've done to the least of these, you are doing it to me. Those are Jesus' words. Maybe not so random acts of kindness. Next time you're in the Taco Bell line, ask how much it would cost to pay for the car behind you. Because it's Taco Bell, it's cheap. They're probably feeding like a family of 16 and it's going to cost them $11. Taco Bell, youth pastor's best friend. Look for those opportunities. You know what? That video had it come full circle so that the construction worker that helped a kid off the ground got the glass of water in the end. Did y'all catch that? Came full circle? It doesn't have to. Because we serve because we love without motive, without obligation, because that's who we are. We're people of Christ. And just like John 3, 4, 1 John 3 or 4, it says, not that we first loved him, but he first loved us. And so we love without looking for return. We love without them having to build some sort of reputation for us. We love our enemies. We do good to those who hate us and use us. It's so backwards, right? Jesus is flipping the whole script. He's flipping human nature. Whenever you think, oh yeah, well, if someone did this to me, there's no way. I would have to, I'd have to, to respond and retaliate. Exactly. It's not human. It has to be the Holy Spirit living in us. Before we break, I don't know, wow, we're doing awesome. All right, we're going to close in worship because that's awesome. Taylor, there's your cue. We're going to do a worship at the end. Before we break, I open with saying that I was honored to be a part of a youth group that doesn't just talk the talk, but genuinely makes a difference, genuinely goes out of your way to serve. And so this is how I want to close. I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you guys and girls for everything you do that inspires faith and hope and love and joy into people. Thank you, Elevate, for every little thing. Thank you for every hug and high five. Thank you for every act of kindness, big or small. Thank you for your sacrifices. Thank you for going out of your way for your friends or your family. Thank you for the times that you choose to pray for those that annoy you or hate you. Thank you, Elevate, for everything that you do that inspires faith, that inspires hope, and that inspires love. Lord, come and fill us up so that we can pour out. 
Come and bless us so that we can be a blessing. Forgive us, Lord, when we accept good things and keep them to ourselves. Lord, I pray that you'll use every resource in our lives, whether it's a car or a baseball glove or our voices. Lord, I pray that you use everything in our lives to bless somebody else, that nothing belongs solely to us. Lord, motivate us. Empower us. Open our eyes and start planting thoughts so that when we think it, we say it. When we think it, we do it. And Lord, give us the courage to give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen.